What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of All In or All Out. My name is Kevin Harris, and I am your host. So, this week is the final week of our series of guardrails. Um, <clears throat> so, we've been talking about guardrails and uh, what that looks like, and, and the, like the guardrails in the road is things that you implement in your life when it comes to people, places, and things, and implement them in your life to help you stay on the road because guardrails are there to help keep the car on the road and limit the damage if they do go off the road. So you want to be able to have these guardrails in your life uh, to be able to limit some of the damage uh, that can happen if you were to go off the cliff or go off the deep end, as they say. Um, So we've talked about when it comes to people and when it comes to places and when it comes to things in your life. Um, So this week... Wrapping it up, I'm going to give you the key to guardrails, to having the guardrails in your life and what that looks like. Drum roll, please. And the answer to that, I don't know if I've alluded to this or said it before I, um, in a different podcast leading up to it, but the key element that you need in order to have guardrails and be able to place these guardrails in your life is self-awareness yes self-awareness so you've got to have enough self-awareness about yourself to know what tick what you know makes you tick what you know causes you to say things or do things or go places or you know you got to be able to know Enough about yourself of what causes you to get yourself in trouble. I mean, you know, if you don't know yourself well enough to know the good and the bad about yourself, because here's the deal, we're all human, we all make mistakes, and and we all, you know, we're obviously not all perfect, so there's going to be some things in our life that, um, that, you know, that are going to come up or happen that, you know, that we, we've got to figure out how to correct or, you know, we, we got to know enough about ourselves to know what sets us off our temper or our, you know, or what, you know, makes us want to relapse, what triggers us into a relapse or what triggers us into adultery or what, you know, triggers us into, you know, going on a shopping spree or, you know, we got to know enough about ourselves to know and understand what these things are so that you can put the proper guardrails in place. Like I talked about, like I know myself well enough that I can't hang out in a bar long enough. I can't sit at a bar to eat my dinner. Uh, I need a table out in a restaurant or I'm not going to go to a club or, you know, I know enough. I've, and know, and you know, um, you know, I, I've had enough life experience to know, you know, what that is, what that looks like, and, and what makes me tick. So, um, so you got to have enough self awareness. And, and here's the deal: do not mistake 
self-centeredness for self-awareness. Repeat that. Don't mistake self-centeredness for self-awareness. Because self-centeredness is all about you. It means it's, it's about you, only you. You don't care about anybody else. You don't care about anything else. And, it, and it's centered around you. It's focused on self. It's a proud of self and self-confident. Self-confident depends on self and abilities and affirms self. You know, these things that it's all about you. It's not an awareness about you. You just don't care about anybody. Like, for instance, if you, um, you know, if someone's always like, hey, man, you probably shouldn't do that. Hey, man, you probably shouldn't say that. Hey, man, probably shouldn't go there. Hey, man, you probably shouldn't, you know, be here or go there or do this or say that. Or, you know, if, if people are constantly telling you that, then you're probably wrapped up in self-centeredness more than you are self-awareness because you're so involved with yourself that you have no clue that you shouldn't be doing it, that you got no self-awareness to even know that, you know, you're making people mad or you're making the wrong decisions or you're, you know, hanging out in the wrong places or, or, or whatever. You know what I mean? So don't mistake self-centeredness for self-awareness and here's the thing to get to be self-aware I mean it would just be pure laziness not to get to know yourself why wouldn't why wouldn't you want to get to know yourself I mean you know the Bible tells us you know the first commandment love God is you know with all your heart mind and soul and, and the second is to love yourself you know if we love ourselves, then it outflows into others. So why wouldn't you get in that now? Be careful of that with the self-centeredness. You know, you, you don't want to get caught, you know, into in loving yourself so much that you're so self-absorbed and, and self-centered. But you know what I mean? Like, we have to love ourselves before we can love other people. Like, if we're mean to ourselves, if we're hateful to ourselves, well, what do you think we're going to be to others? And I apologize for, I'm, I'm babysitting my mom's dog that has puppies, so um, it's that time of year. Uh, but, um, you know, so you, you don't want to be so self-absorbed that, that you, you know, miss what self-awareness is. And you want to get to know yourself. You know, you don't want to be lazy about it. I heard a uh, quote today um, in a podcast I was listening to. He said, there's no evil in the world that can stop you when your mind is made up. And there's no good in the world that can help you when you are lazy. That was Eric Thomas, motivational speaker uh, guy. He, you know, I mean, there's no evil in the world that can stop you when your mind is made up. And there's no good in the world that can help you when you're lazy. So if you just... You know, if you're lazy, it's not going to matter. So don't don't be lazy when it comes to get to know yourself. Because, you know, when you get to know yourself and you have enough self-awareness, you know, you, you, you get to, you know, know what you're good at, what you're bad at. You know, you get to know the talents you have and the talents you don't have. Like, for instance, I was... Um, meeting with a, a friend today and um at dinner and 
you know, I was telling about my, my dream or the vision I have that I feel like God's put on my heart and open this transitional house and everything. And he's like, man, sounds like a, a, a good dream. He said, what's your plan of action for it? And I'm like, well, I just told you. He said, well, when you get it open, like what's day one look like? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I just told you, like, you know, I had this great vision or I have this great vision, but he, he you know, he reminded me that, you know, I, I need a plan of action. Like I got to put some meat to this vision. You know what I mean? I, I got to fill it with action to help carry it out. And so I got to thinking and reflecting on, you know, my past, man, I'm, I'm good at casting vision. I'm good at, you know, rallying the troops and raising money and that kind of stuff. But when it comes to the action part, man, I, you know, I, I may, you know, I ain't no made to it. I, I am a little weak in that area. So, you know, I need to start praying and start looking, you know, for someone to, to help, you know, help me put that together. And even maybe, you know, if I'm lucky, help execute it. Um, so, you know, that, that was able to help me to see, to get enough self-awareness to know that I'm good at vision, but I need help with the action plan. So, and I'm okay with that. Like it made sense to me. So I didn't take offense to it, and I wasn't so self-absorbed that I wasn't like, oh, well, I can do this. You know, I'm, I know myself well enough that, I, you know, history will tell you, you know, what it is. So how do you get it? How do you find the self-awareness? How do you know what your self-awareness is uh, and everything? So I, I just talked about, one, life experiences will help you to know. You know, I talked about, as I look back, man, great at casting vision, but not at the action plan, man. I, you know, I, I look back at life experiences. I, you know, was sober one time, and I thought I could be the designated driver every night. And we'd drive to the clubs, and I'd drink Red Bull while they, you know, would get drunk, and, you know, and I'd drive them home, and it was just a matter of time. But that wasn't enough for me. You know, so I learned... I'm not going to be a designated driver, you know, like growing up and play football. If you had an odd number, somebody would be the, you know, all-time quarterback, the designated quarterback for both teams. Um, so, you know, I, I, I learned self-awareness through my life experience. You know, uh, one of my ex-wives, she used, I was clean and she used and drink and I thought it was no big deal. And, and I learned shortly after we got married that that was a big deal because one bad day at work and something going wrong, what do I do? Yep, head straight to her and get high and start drinking and it all goes downhill from there. So one way that you learn what your self-awareness is is your life experience. Another thing is honesty. You have to be honest with yourself. And this is where if you're self-centered, you're, you're not, you won't be honest enough. You don't love yourself enough to know what are the things that, you know, cause you to, you know, relapse or cause you to go on a shopping spree or cause you to commit adultery or, you know, you, you have to be honest with yourself and not hold back and know what these things are that trigger you. 
in whatever it is that the guardrails you're trying to set up and find this self-awareness you have to be honest with yourself because here's the thing you can lie about it and you can lie to yourself and you can lie to everybody else but your actions will tell the truth your actions will tell on you if you lie because here's the thing you can lie about it and say you know that this doesn't bother you but it's a matter of time and actions that we'll say it with. And sometimes as addicts, man, we'll lie to ourselves just so we can, just in case we need that, you know, back door to escape and relapse or just in case, you know, we want to hold on to something and not quite give it up. You know, I don't quite want to be honest about this because, you know, I may want to go back to it. So, you know, have to be honest with yourself. Here's another one. Like I, I didn't really ask the guy f- for uh, the advice, but he just he told me his opinion, which is man, which was amazing and very very helpful and giving me a, a new approach, you know, going forward with my vision. But ask others who are close and, and be prepared for the truth. You know, know going into it that you're not perfect. And they're going to see things that you don't see, that you don't know about yourself and call blind spots. You know, sometimes we have these blind spots. We're like, oh, man, you know what? You're right. Now that I think about it and look back, like, you're right that, you know, that I, you know, do that or I shouldn't have done that or, or whatever. So, you know, ask people who are close to you, whether it's family, whether it's a good friend, you know, it's always good. To have a friend, man, you, you don't want to be, I, I hear people say, you know, all the time that they surround themselves with yes men. And then, you know, they're setting themselves up for a huge fall. You know, if everybody's just telling them yes, and then when something happens, and somebody, well, why, you know, their business crumbles or marriage crumbles and ask their friends, man, what happened? Where did I go wrong? They're like, well, you know, this is where you really should, but we never told you that or. You know, this is what the numbers were saying, but we didn't want to hurt your feelings or make you mad. And, you know, so we didn't say anything. You know, you, you don't want to, you know, what I usually say is somebody to co-sign your BS. You know, you don't want to co-sign. You want somebody who's going to be truthful to you. And, and sometimes, you know, we need that so that, you know, we can help know what our self-awareness is. Um, and there's, you know, another thing. Number what I'm on four. Uh, self-test you can test yourself you know go you know have a meal but you know know or take someone with you man have a meal at the bar see what that feels like if it you know doesn't feel good you feel uneasy or whatever or go to a party where they're drinking and you know but take somebody with you and you know and, and test it you know okay i don't need to be doing that man it really you know didn't sit right that really you know man, it really made me want to crave drinking or something. So, you you know, or, you know, go somewhere and say, oh, I'm just going to get this. And, you know, next thing you know, you got a, a buggy full. You know, you, you can, you know, do some self-test. It doesn't do any damage, but to help you to know what your self-awareness is, where, you know, what your limits are, what you can and can't do. And then, of course, the final one, which really should have been the first one, but I just want to really um you know uh express that this one probably um is the best one and it's um 
it's uh, ask God to reveal it. You know, just simply ask God to reveal it, man, in, in prayer and say, God, what, what are my weaknesses? Where do I need help? You know, where do I need these guardrails? What are the things in my life that, and, and he will. And he'll, he'll point it out to us if in a circumstance or someone or situation comes up. We're like, ah, oh, so that's where I'm weak at. You know, that's where I need help. That's where I need a guardrail. That's where, you know, um, lets me know, you know, where I need to be self-aware. So just simply ask God. So here we go. Self-awareness is the key to setting the guardrails in your life. That's the key. You've got to have enough self-awareness to know what's going to make you relapse, what's going to make you commit adultery, what's going to make you get yourself in trouble, what's going to make you go to jail, what's going to make you, you know, do something you're not supposed to or do something you regret. So that's the key to setting the guardrails in your life. Once you figure out your self-awareness and what makes you tick, then you can properly put these guardrails in your life that will protect you along the way so that, you know, it just becomes second nature so you don't have to constantly be worrying about it. You put these things in place and, and they protect you. And then the ways that we, um, that we just went over how to get them is life experiences, being honest with yourself, asking others, you know, doing a self-test, and, of course, ask God to reveal it. So, don't be lazy in getting to know yourself, and don't mistake self-centeredness for self-awareness. So when it comes to guardrails and being self-aware, you're either all in or all out.